Previously on the Damage Guild podcast. Good townsfolk, we bid you farewell because we're getting ready to leave. Remember that you can always call on us, the AAA team, for all your AAA needs. You travel for the full day and arrive at the city of Brentley Gate. You also pass by a modest brick structure with a sign showing a familiar-looking blue sword. The saber has an outpost here. I kind of wanted to check out the job board. You see a posting for a missing child. We find the boy. We set him free. We need to know everything you know about your son and his disappearance. I think he was with some of his friends, but I haven't heard anything from them, so maybe not. You haven't talked to his friends since he disappeared a week ago? Do you even (laughs) care that your son is gone? We will follow the most pronounced set of tracks. You follow it for 20 minutes and reach a dirt cliff face with a small tunnel leading into it. Seems like the kind of place a little boy might go. It's only four feet tall, so I will have to get down and crawl on my hands and knees. And the other two of us can walk upright. So we'll do that. (laughs) Okay, why don't you guys go ahead, Tokus? Why don't you take the lead since you can see? I mean, if you're feeling ready to take the lead briefly for a short period of time. Yeah, I feel inclined. I mean, I feel like I care enough about the boy. Yeah, you're going to need a new heart holder for your enlarged <laughs> cardiac situation going on there soon. <laughs> it's like coming out of my chest, just like, <laughs> I will draw a rapier and shield. It's just a kid, Tokus. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> no need to resort to violence, really. And I trudge bravely for the first real time into the cave to scare the child. I, my, my thought process is if I scare him out of the cave, then we don't have to, like, drag him out. Sometimes kids are rebellious. You know, I was rebellious. I understand. All those hormones and... I would be, too, if I had parents like that. Jeez. <laughs> I would have thought that you had pretty open parenting there. Yeah, but, I mean, when you're a young Goliath, like, walking around on all those cliff sides and stuff, you can't... Like, they don't let you out of, out of their sight. Because one false step until you've learned to handle yourself up there. Isn't Goliath society all about the survival of the fittest? Yeah, absolutely. But when you're a little kid, they don't let you just walk around (laughs) wherever. You're not old enough to be competitive. Well, some of those other Goliaths did learn their lesson. It's just they didn't live to learn from the lesson. Like, in their dying moments of careening off the cliff, <laughs> they, they learned they learn that they yeah. made a mistake. Survival of the fittest. You survived. They didn't. Were you, like, the only kid from that generation that made it? Like, no, no. Like, you, you, like, don't speak of your friends or your people your age. <laughs> no, I, I do. I'm just, I'm exiled from my tribe, so they're, they're essentially dead to me. I don't even talk about my mother and sister, who are still part of the tribe. I had many friends and a family, and I was told that I could never, ever, ever, ever talk to them again. So thank you for bringing up those painful memories that I like to not think about anymore. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn back into the cave now. <laughs> we can we can finish this conversation later, right. Shava? You and you and your issues. You know, maybe maybe it's about time that we took out some corporate funds, right? Some party gold, and we nope. had you see a shrink <laughs> so you could talk about the, your problems. I would really not like to get any smaller, Tokus. Thank you for the offer. I'm sure it works for you, but it would never work for me. Still working on that shrinking potion. <laughs> yeah, the head shrinking one. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Lead the way, Tokus. Of course. Uh, here I go. So it's Tokus, then Aslo, then Shaba. Yeah. Yep. And I will cast light on the end of my rapier just to so that I can see. And so that when you when you swing it around, everybody has an epileptic seizure. <laughs> exactly. You work your way through this damp, muddy cave. It just tunnels down into the earth. After going down a surprisingly long way for something so seemingly unstable, you go down like 40 or 50 feet in. It branches off into two paths. The one on the right side is just a couple feet tall, and the one in front of you continues on with its full height. I think this is where the road splits, and I look at Shaba. When in doubt, uh, take the path of greatest resistance. Tokus, you can hear something echoing down from the smaller cave. Sounds kind of like movement of air in some form or other. Guys, there's some sort of air beast in there. <laughs> Let's go sw- swing our swords at it. I'm sure that will be effective. 
Lead on, Tokus. <laughs> so do I have to crawl to enter this space? Because I'm only three foot six. And the better question is, can Shaba even fit? I thought we already established we're splitting up. No. No. Dude, never split the party. You would have to at least crouch, and you couldn't really position your shield fully effectively in front of you. It would block most of the passage doing that. Thakken, the tribal medicine man, taught me the worm, okay? I can I can get pretty small <laughs> if I need to. Yeah, and Shabo is doing some caving techniques to get through, or he's just kind of like arms in front, right. pulling yourself through. Yeah. It's about the only way you would be able to fit. Yeah, you're probably already squeezed. Yeah, don't you worry about me. I'll, uh, I'll keep up. All right, so I'll, uh, I'll put my shield on my back, and I'll crawl, but I, I'll have my rapier in one hand as I crouch and crawl. So you continue down the smaller tunnel. It goes forward and then curves kind of harshly around to the side, and only about 15 feet in, you can see that it opens up again into a large chamber. Chamber? What is this place, friends? Where are we? I don't know. Why is there this large antechamber in the middle of the woods? If I wanted to find out the answer to that question, I would just probably see what the DM says next. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking the exact same thing. I was going to ask, do you continue off into the chamber? We look around in the chamber, Tokus can see. We can all see. Okay, so yeah, as you reach just a couple feet away from the opening, Tokus, jumping out of the shadows are several small creatures, humanoids. These things have grotesque greenish-brownish faces and pointy ears, and they're short and stocky with scrawny limbs. Oh my gosh! Some of them have (laughs) small swords, others are using little bows. They have sharp, pointy teeth? Yes, they have very sharp teeth and claws (laughs) also. Oh my goodness. Oh man. Whoa, dude! And big bulbous eyes. Oh my gosh! What? You You don't get it? You don't understand what's happening right now? I get it. Uh, okay, well, let's not let's not be blunt about it. Let's let our listeners discern the situation just by description alone. <laughs> I feel like I've missed something. <laughs> hey, no Pokedexing while we're playing the game. No, no, no I, I'm not. I'm. I know what what they are. Uh, and you're so proud of yourself for that fact. I think Aslo knows as well, and I think <laughs> anybody who paid attention to that description will know as well. Hopefully, I described them correctly. Yeah, so, I think you did. <laughs> But, but I listened and I still am not sure <laughs> <laughs> And it's time for initiative Oh, oh. baby Alright my initiative is a 19 Stripey's is a 15 4 for Aslo I got a 3 Is this still a no fly zone for magic? Uh, technically it is However you've already cast two spells Between the three of you so <laughs> <laughs> Yeah I'm not too worried. Yeah, but none of it was me. I don't want to lose my magical powers. Maybe that's what happens if you, like, cast spells in this zone. <laughs> they just, like, zap you, you know, like Scott Pilgrim versus the world where the guy that was vegan has superpowers and these, like, the vegan police come and they're like, zoom! And then they high-five each other and run away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because because he ate cream, or he drank creamer in his coffee. Kind of exactly like that, yeah. I don't want that to happen to Tokus. That exact scenario. Well, if we survive this encounter, then we will make sure that it doesn't. And if someone stops us, we'll just uh, forge a document for you that says you have a license for magic. To be vegan, yes. Oh, it's, yeah, it's a cast magic. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. The creatures surprise you, Tokus. So they get to go first. Two of them fire their arrows at you, and then two others rush in with swords. Wait, isn't this an opportunity for me to shield? This is a surprise round. Yeah, you don't get reactions on the surprise round. Oh, uh, okay. I, hey, I didn't know that. So Tokus is right at the edge of the uh, tunnel mouth? That's what it sounds like, yeah. And I just get owned as I'm coming into the chamber. One arrow hits, as do both swords, for a grand total of 17 points Golly. of damage. Whew. Ooh, man. Ugh. I will deduct that from my hit points. Like you do. Next is Shaba. I shove Tokus into the chamber. <laughs> well, you're behind both of the others. You just shove us all into the chamber. <laughs> and you shove me. You just start plowing your way through. You push into me and I push into Tokus. Whoa! I'll make a push check to shove them. Yeah, make a strength check and we'll see how far you can push everyone. Since you're in a very awkward position yourself. 
Yeah. Uh, that is a 17. So, with your solid shove, you push Aslo into Tokus, into one of the creatures, and shove the whole lot of them into the chamber. Make like a little conga line. <laughs> conga line of little people. And then you spend the rest of your movement wriggling your way forward. Yeah. So you're just outside the chamber. Okay. As Stripey. Stripey's gonna claw his way through the tunnel and uh, strike at the nearest goblin. And this is a good moment to point out the fact that I used the incorrect stats during the Onkeg battle. I was using just a stock giant badger from 5e <laughs> without reading the Urban Arcana Ranger guide, Unearth which says... Un- yeah, Unearthed Arcana, sorry. Urban. Rain- yeah, the Urban Arcana. That's, <laughs> that's a D20 modern book. Uh, the Unearthed Arcana Ranger guide, which says that Animal companions lose their multi-attack ability. So Stripey actually only has one attack per round. Uh, but that's pretty good. He got an 18 to hit. Okay, that hits. And his... Uh, let's go with the claws. Will rend for 8 damage. Okay. So he bursts out of the tunnel into the cavern and lunges at the nearest goblin, as you said. <laughs> claws him straight across the chest... And the goblin falls to the ground in a heap. <laughs> One blow. All right. Wait, how much damage? Eight. Just eight. Yeah, goblins are, you know, there's a lot of them, but they're small. They're goblins. They're goblins. You make it sound like they're second-class citizens. I mean... Fourth-class citizens, at best. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, they need a green card. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, I wasn't going in that direction, but they are green, so... Yeah. You could say so. Well, that was the joke, because they're... <laughs> oh, they're green. Hey! Yeah. Hey! All right. All of their paperwork is green, because they're goblins. Yes. Got it. So seeing the new threat emerge and immediately take up down one of their own, the two archers in the back fire upon Stripey. Uh, one of the archers hits Stripey for eight points of damage, Ugh. and the other swordsman is still stumbling backwards after having been pushed and makes a very clumsy attempt to stab. So, Aslo. Uh, tumbling head over heels into the room. I'll stand up dizzily to my feet and draw both of my sword swords and swing at whatever <laughs> is closest to me, which is hopefully a uh, friend or foe. A goblin. <laughs> exactly. Just starts spinning in circles, berserker style. <laughs> the berserker! <laughs> Does a 10 hit? No. Okay. My other one was a 15, and that would be four points of damages. So you stab him in the gut, and he kind of leans over and grabs his stomach, but... And goes, Okay, took us. How far away are the archers? It's a relatively small chamber. It's only like 15 feet across, so they're at the back of the cave, about 15 feet. I have a cool idea. I'll charge at that archer, but I will action surge, and I'm going to lightning lure that archer to pull it over so that I'm close to the other archer while I charge at this one and stab that one. Does that make sense? You used a lot of this and that, but I get, I get you. You're lightning luring a different archer than you are charging. Yeah, so I'm charging Goblin A, luring Archer Goblin B. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I rolled pretty, pretty well. 17 plus... That's a 21 on my rapier. That hits. Is it a dex save for the lightning lure? It's a strength. It's a strength save. Nice. And they are weak. I'm trying to only use it on, like, monsters I can actually, like, whip around, you know? Right, right. Goblins definitely fit the bill. So it fails. Whoa! Uh, five damage on the rapier. So you run past the closest goblin towards the archer, you skewer him through the chest, and then send your leash towards the other one, and as you pull him in, he falls dead at your feet from the shock. <laughs> nice. You don't even get the satisfaction of like doing anything cool once he gets there. I just have this like dead goblin stuck. <laughs> yeah. Dang it, get off the end of my whip. Yeah, so there's the two goblins remain both wounded. Shaba. <laughs> Quick use double shot. Yeah, I know, right? I, Hunter's marking makes little sense because <laughs> I don't need to do a lot of damage to one target. I need to just hit. Uh, that's a 19 to hit? Yeah, it hits. Uh, for six damage. So you emerge from the tunnel and shoot the one that Tokus just stabbed? Yep. And he collapses. Okay. Halfway pinned against the back wall. <laughs> nice. Stripey next? Uh, uh yes. Stripey. 
Alright, Stripey got a 19 to hit. He rushes over to the other one and deals 6 damage to it. Okay, and he tears out its throat with his claws. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> Looking around the room, you don't see any other goblins. Phew. Hmm. Stripey's hurt, though. But you do see one Tarask. <laughs> In a 15-foot room. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, real quick, I'm going to go ahead and second wind. Mm. Okay. Yeah, he took some damage. I heal for 10 points. Sweet. So looking around the room, you can see several little straw mats, and you also see a small copper horn sitting against the wall, but it looks like they were too far away from it when you came through to actually grab it. Oh. oh <laughs> I pick okay. it up and blow in it. <laughs> no, 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 I don't do that. I do pick it up, though. Hold on to that, Shaba. I see if it's like, is the metal like malleable at all, the copper? Just as much as normal copper. I mean, you could probably dent it if you hit it hard. Yeah. Assuming that we take a few minutes for uh, Tokus to bandage its wounds and, and all that stuff and gather our uh, surroundings, can I take ten minutes to cast um, Detect Magic? Sure. Okay, I just want to check this little doodad. So you cast Detect Magic. The horn is not magical, but you can sense this lingering divination field around all three of you. What the heck? Whoa, what? Somebody's checking us out. Oh, we used magic. Oh, no, I knew it. The vegan police. It's ah, the fun <laughs> oh, no. police. We've been marked. Oh, crap. We're, are we th- within three miles of, of the city? Yeah, you're like a mile outside. Oh, wow, okay. All right, well, that's cool. We'll deal with that when we get back. We'll, uh, I mean, we're rescuing a, a lost kid for crying out loud. Come on. Yeah, they'd better give us some kind of reprieve. Yeah. Um, that also begs the question, though, if they're able to locate us using magic, why weren't they able to locate the child? Good question. It's a very, very astute question. Well, maybe the child doesn't know how to use magic. <laughs> well, I assume he does not know how to use magic. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> they found us because we used yeah, magic. They, they, mm. Maybe their detection spells can only locate ma- the use of magic or detect uh, okay. use of magic. So this is, this is uh, Harry Potter getting expelled from Hogwarts kind of situation. Uh, yeah. Basically, gotcha. yeah. Okay, cool. I knew it. I knew I shouldn't have used my magic. No. You guys <laughs> said it would be fine. Don't. And 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 Tokus no. like like walks off into it's the corner. It's not worth. is like, not worth getting mad about. We're, we will explain. We're doing a good deed right now. Only if we get the kid back. Exactly. So let's continue. Let's do that. I pick up one of the dead goblins and I shake him by the collar and I say, "Where is the kid? Where is he? <laughs> Tell me." <laughs> I'm not wearing hockey pads. <laughs> His mouth opens and the tongue lolls out. <laughs> Where's everything? <laughs> I throw him against the wall. Let's find a way out of here. Let's find that kid. Uh, All right, let's do it. <laughs> That's intense. All right, well, looking around the room, it doesn't seem like there was anything else in here. You don't see any other exits either. Oh, really? Nothing? All right, I guess we have to turn back and go down the other tunnel then. You make it back to the main tunnel and continue down the passageway. A few areas as you pass through seem like they've been shored up with pieces of timber against the side or large rocks shoved into the wall to support things. But this whole place looks pretty unstable. Farther into the tunnel, you can hear some clanking sounds of metal and stone and wood bumping into things, possibly like you might hear in a tavern. Okay. Hmm. And you can hear goblin voices coming from up ahead. Oh, it's the cafeteria. Ah, <laughs> uh, cafe. I wonder if it's meatloaf day. <laughs> Every day is meatloaf day in Goblin Town. <laughs> true, true that. <laughs> um, is there any possibility that we could sneak up on these guys? You could. Wait a second. Tokus, does your new gadget thing, doesn't that like launch fireballs? Fire bolts. Yeah, they don't explode, right? They're fire... Vials, thank you very much, Aslo, mm. for oversimplifying my Vilapult <laughs> 3000. <laughs> and I hold it up and I'm like, check it out. Yes, we've, yeah, we. Welcome to the future. We've seen the Vilapult. Focus, Tokus. Yeah, we've, focus, we know the Vilapult. Yeah. What is the capability of this? What is, what's, what's your line of questioning? What are you leaning to? Uh, I can light something on fire from a distance. Okay. Can you explode something from a distance? If it's explosible, if, it, if it's com- yeah, combustible, <laughs> yeah, okay. I believe it's explosible. I was just wondering if we could just take care of these goblins in one quick fell swoop. Well, if they have a bar, I could lob one into the bar and the alcohol. Oh, that's true. 
Do they have a goblin bar? You haven't seen anything yet. You're just <laughs> hearing it. All right. Shaba, you scout ahead. See if they have a goblin bar. Come back and tell us, and then he'll do that. And get us the happy hour menu. Yeah, while you're okay. at it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I begin to stealth, and I stealth with a 20, actually. Oh, yeah. Shaba's our stealthiest. I don't know why I thought you were Aslo. Sorry. Yeah, I got a 20. I rolled a 15. My stealth is plus 5. So you silently creep down the tunnel. If you dim your lantern... Which I do. Then you can see a very faint light coming from somewhere around the corner. Okay. I will peek around the corner and see what that light is. After you round the bend, you look into a, relatively speaking, large room. The ceiling is still no higher than four or five feet. At the opposite end of this chamber, there's a small fire against the wall. It looks like they've got a chimney dug up so that it'll all the smoke goes up out there. The cooking fire is largely covered with a big pot, so it's not casting a whole lot of light. But you do see several silhouettes of the goblins in front of it. Judging from what you can tell of the size of the room and trying to count silhouettes, you'd say there's probably over a dozen in oh, there. God. Wow. And it's just them sitting around a stove? Uh, there's a few around the cooking fire. One of them's kind of stirring the pot. Others are making the noises of eating and drinking, clinking their dishes together and such. Mm-hmm. And they're just kind of talking and laughing in their goblin-y ways. <laughs> I think I figured out the puzzle. The boys in the pot. I certainly hope not. Yeah, I really, really <laughs> hope not. <laughs> the Shaba, do you come back and report? Um, I make one more check around the room. I just look and see if there's anything, any other features of the room that I can discern. All right, you think you can make out another tunnel leaving off the left side of the room. All right, so Tokus, from where Tokus and Aslo are further back in the tunnel, they can see me where I am, right? I've just snuck up and I'm looking around the corner. Yeah. Okay. I will pull myself back so that I'm not around the corner. I'll take out my bow. I'll knock an arrow, I'll look back to where I know Tokus can see me, and I will mouth the words, get ready. What was that? (laughs) And I'm I'm going to step into the opening and take a shot at a goblin, and then I'm going to (laughs) run. Okay. All right, weapons out. Uh, That's a 20 to hit. Hits. Uh, For 40. But you didn't mark, Shava. No, it's not worth mark. Well, maybe in, for this battle it is. Yeah, actually, it's a good idea. <laughs> so I will mark. Uh, so eight damage. So you peek around the corner. Are you just trying to shoot the nearest one? I mean, if all I can make out is silhouettes, then, I'm, yeah, I'm just shooting at one. Yeah, the closest one. All right, you sneak over, loose your arrow. You see it strike true, and the goblin just goes, <laughs> and falls on the ground. <laughs> all right. <laughs> and the one next to him jumps up and looks down for a second, like, Starts poking him. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, yeah. How far away are they from that corner there? Uh, From your corner? Mm Mm-hmm. It's about 20 feet. Oh, wow. So they're real close. So 20 feet away with a fire and a stove, right? Uh, That's the nearest one's about 20 feet away. Oh, okay. Going across. Okay. The room's probably about 50 feet across. Okay. So the other ones are closer to the fire. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you pull back around the corner as soon as you see him. Yeah, I'm actually going to pull back around the corner and not run anywhere. I'm going to stay right at the corner. See if I can get off maybe one more shot before they figure out it was me. I'll, I'll even roll another stealth check to see if I can remain undetected. Pop off another snipe attack? Yeah. Okay. Okay, I got an 18 there, so that's a 23. So you have to, uh, just mechanics-wise, because this is this is outside of my expertise, stealth checks, if stealth is broken, have to be re-rolled? Well, normally it's perception versus stealth. So if their perception is higher than my stealth, barring any other modifiers, then they see or know I'm there. Mm-hmm. That's usually how it's done. As far as duration, though, is that what you're asking? I'm just curious if you have to re-roll it just from a mechanics perspective. I've never I've, I've never seen you use your stealth this way, Jay. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's just interesting to a newer player like me. Right. Yeah, you do have to re-roll because you're making a new hide check, mm-hmm. hide attempt. And officially speaking, firing from cover, firing from stealth, reveals your position. Mm-hmm. However... No one was even looking in your direction, really. So 
They're all munching. So I'll say it revealed your position to the goblin that you killed, but he can't really say anything about that. <laughs> but he then got killed. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I think uh, to answer your, your question, Sean, I think it's basically like each new instance of a thing that you do you roll that check again. You have to go back into stealth mode. Mm. Yeah, yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. So theoretically, if you keep rolling well, like, Shaba could remain stealth mode. Stealth would only help so much. Eventually, they're going to send someone out. Yeah, once their dudes start dropping around them, they're going to know something's yeah. going on. So I will try to peek back out and take one more shot, assuming that by then they'll have seen me. And, like try to use that as a surprise round maybe to start initiative yeah i think we should start initiative here as you're trying to knock your next arrow you can hear the one goblin that had noticed starts shouting a little bit louder roll initiative and see if you can get off your shot before everything happens okay well unfortunately i rolled pretty low on initiative what'd you get uh an eight everyone else 13 for aslo 15 for tokus you guys got ranged weapons handy i hope Hmm. Stripey's initiative. 22. How far down the tunnel are they? Uh, behind you. Yeah, but back from the corner. 20 feet, because the tunnels have been curving this whole time, and in order to be able to see you, they need to be relatively close. Okay. I will give you your surprise attack before the combat starts. Okay. That makes sense. Uh, unfortunately, I think I missed. 12? Yeah, that misses. Okay. All right. First round of combat, Stripey. All right. Um, they're all like 50 feet away from the corner, he said, across the room. So Stripey will, uh, I mean, he's not going to run in and attack, obviously. He has five hit points left. So he will stand like behind the corner and ready an attack for if someone happens to double move and make it all the way there this round. But he'll remain hidden. Okay. Tokus. So, uh, cackling maniacally, I will open my trench coat and pull out a white swirling vial. And I say, I've been waiting to try this. And I uncork it, like, all eager-like. <laughs> and I just kind of just, I down the whole thing. I just drink all of it. <laughs> wow. Just all of it. Wow. I'm like, oh my goodness. I feel the strength. And I roll a d4. And I got a four. Okay. So I... You rolled a d4. I have eight additional life points. Temporarily... I'm hulking out. <laughs> okay. Mm. I see. Nice. Well, that's my whole turn, by the way. Are you going to move closer? No, don't move closer. We want to put as much distance between us and them. They're going to be running at us, right? We want to keep our distance and keep lobbing ranged attacks at them until they close. Actually, you should move back. Yeah, I'll move as far back as I can. 25 feet. <laughs> All right. Well, it's your turn, Ezlo. I turn back to face the uh, area where Shaba is, and I will back up uh, as far as I can, but still be able to see that area, and then uh, ready an attack with my crossbow for the first goblin that crosses that line. So Sweet. Crisscrosses that line, <laughs> and I'm done. All right. Three of the goblins run down the tunnel towards you. You can hear others getting ready, probably grabbing weapons and such. Stripey is the first one to go as one of the goblins reaches the corner. Okay. I uh, got a 17 to hit. Hits. And eight damage. Rolled pretty well on damage. So he lashes out and bites the other one. Carries him down with him as he tackles the goblin. <laughs> <laughs> the next one rounds the corner just a second later. And Aslo. All right, I take a shot and roll a two. So Ugh. just flies into, <laughs> sh- into Shaba's rear end. <laughs> Blast. <laughs> and not for the first time. One of us shoots another one in the butt. <laughs> I thought the phrase was take an arrow to the knee. <laughs> uh, We're on a totally different level here. Used to be an adventurer like you and all that. <laughs> Obviously that misses the other And he instead steps forward with his sword Actually he's just got kind of a club This one just picked something up that was next to him This is a chair leg <laughs> <laughs> He steps forward and clubs Stripey for five points of damage Okay, Stripey is down 
Oh no! Oh wait! I've been waiting for this moment. <laughs> I'm not even sad in the slightest. Toka starts celebrating. The other one runs forward and detects Shaba and hits for six points of damage. Okay. With his sword. Okay, now it's Shaba's turn. All right. Shaba, why don't you come this way <laughs> so I can protect you? Uh, cause Stripey's here and I'm not leaving Stripey. Uh, I roll an 18 to hit. If you're in melee with your bow, you have disadvantage. Uh, so that's a 17. Or actually, no, that's a 21 on the second attack roll. And I'm shooting this guy in the face for uh, 14 damage. <laughs> okay. He gets blasted into pieces. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, right. just explodes like it was a gunshot. <laughs> Disintegrates. And then I'll scoop up Stripey's body and run. Okay. Stripey <laughs> makes a death save. Uh, fail. Tokus. Not that I care about Stripey at all. <laughs> I see Shaba's in danger, so I'm going to... How far away is Shaba? <laughs> he has to move slowly through the tunnel, so close to 30 feet away. Could we pass one another? You can squeeze by, yeah. Okay. I'll move my normal movement towards him, and I'll say, Shaba! get behind me and I plant my shield and I will do the dodge maneuver. Mm. Alright, I do that. But I also whisper to you, I couldn't care less about Stripey. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just doing this to protect you. <laughs> Evasive maneuvers! Do a barrel roll! <laughs> I can't shake him! <laughs> you and Shaba pass ways and you plant your shield. Aslo. I'll just go ahead and try another uh, crossbow bolt and then I'll uh, run behind Tokus. Ooh, <laughs> natural 20. All right. Oh, Huzzah. All that, that training paid off. 7 plus 2 is 9. 9 damages. Sweet. You shoot this one that just attacked Shaba, and... It also explodes. <laughs> <laughs> or I guess this is the one that attacked Stripey. And he staggers back, but he looks to be stronger than some of the other ones, and oh, he's man. still standing. And then I'll uh, I'll pat uh, Tokus on the back and say, "Go get him, Tiger!" and give you a bardic inspiration. Oh, thanks, man. All right, uh, it's my turn. It's your many turns. <laughs> you have many turns. <laughs> he of many turns. A mob of goblins descends upon our heroes. Will they be able to... Oh, yeah, it's not the end of the recording, is it? <laughs> yeah. The Damage Guild Podcast. An attack of opportunity on your senses. Hi, guys. This is Jay Stout. I'm one of the hosts of the podcast that you're listening to. This is a little... Uh, Special uh, announcement, this episode is scheduled to come out the 21st of January. Um, my wife and I are having a little baby who is due on the 23rd. Things are going to get pretty busy for me coming up, depending on how well our son is able to read the calendar and whether he comes on time or not. So I'm recording this in advance because I'm trying to uh, finish up a number of episodes, get them out the door so that I don't have to think about hitting publish when we are bringing a new little little dude into the world. So I just wanted to jump in here real quick and uh, first of all, give a huge thanks and shout out uh, to the other guys for helping me out with mid-rolls, stuff like that. Um, I want to thank some people we haven't thanked in a while. Matthew Pablo for his wonderful music, Tim from Tabletop Audio uh, for letting us use his amazing soundscapes uh, as backgrounds. I want to thank Roscoe Lewis, our voice actor, for his wonderful work and being the, the voice of the Damage Guild. Um, and then I just want to briefly touch on some things that we have not talked about in a while. Remember that if you want to get a personal message on the show, you can visit thedamageguild.com slash decree, issue a royal decree. That's a message to a friend uh, or someone that you know who also listens to the show or just something that you want to get off your chest and one of us will read it for you. Um, subscribe on iTunes or your favorite 
podcasting platform because that really helps uh, us in search placements and things like that. It helps get the word out, helps um, other people find the show, which is incredibly important. Also, we are running a, a continued thing on Twitter that we haven't mentioned in a few weeks. Give us a follow and then give us an at mention with your idea for a name uh, of an inn or a, an NPC or a town or anything that could be conceivably placed in a D&D-esque fantasy world. And if we like your suggestion, we will use it on the show and we'll give you a shout out. Um, so that's an easy way to support the show and potentially contribute to it. Uh, also, over the holidays, I, as a surprise to the other guys, I commissioned uh, artwork of the party. So we have now, uh, I, I got that printed on some special items for them, and we have now added a few of those items to the store. So if you go to the damageguild.com slash shop, uh, you can pick up some stuff for yourself with uh, your favorite AAA team, your favorite fantasy adventurers. Uh, and bring that into your own home. That's a great way to support the show, as are all the other things I've mentioned. Um, we really need your guys' help just to be our our evangelists out in, in the world, to spread the word, because the most influential way to spread the news about the show is through word of mouth, is through you guys communicating to other people that you know that you enjoy what we're doing. As uh, my wife and I move into this new season of our life, things are going to get crazy because I hear sleep deprivation is real uh, until we get things situated, till we get our sea legs under us. And so I am asking for your help. Keep up that momentum. Keep spreading the word. Keep doing the good work of Kavaki and uh, your help and support it's imperative to what we do. It's the, you are the lifeblood of this show. You are what enables us to continue to put out a wonderful show for you each and every week. We couldn't do it without you. Thank you all so much. Enjoy this episode of the Damage Guild podcast, and we'll see you next Monday. You are listening to the Damage Guild podcast. The one that's in front, wounded and now by himself, pulls back, chucks his chair leg rather than rushing <laughs> forward. <laughs> and says, take that and goblin. Shouts something, and it bounces harmlessly off of Tokus's shield, and then he dodges back around the corner. <sighs> and you can hear the others making ready and coming closer. Hmm. Uh, Shaba. Um, so I'll lay Stripey's body down like about ten feet behind Tokus's shield, and then knock an arrow and point it at the corner and wait for the first goblin I see. And Stripey has to make another death save. Natural 20. Ooh. He wakes up <laughs> with one hit point. <laughs> Alright. Oh wow. Nice. I didn't realize that. Okay. And can take his turn. I snap my fingers and say shucks. <laughs> I mean, I knew you would make it. <laughs> yeah, you were rooting for him the whole time. Okay, he is going to stand immediately behind Tokus and back him up and sit there and growl towards the bend in the cave. And if anybody attacks Tokus, Stripey's going to attack them. Okay. Um, Tokus. So they're definitely coming. Mm, they're coming. You can hear them coming. Well, guys, it was nice serving with you. The AAA team is <laughs> <was> fun. <laughs> now it's the AA team. See ya! <laughs> Peace. I'd like to not only prepare another dodge, but I'd like to rally the troops and say, guys, this is a cave, and I feel my cave senses tingling and my cave strength flowing through me. Also, that potion, it's doing something interesting to my body. I feel kind of got the jitters. I mean, there was quite a bit of alcohol mixed in with that potion, to be honest, so I'm probably very tipsy. But I stand strong, and I make sure that my, my shield is is strong. All right. As those turn. All right. I'll just, uh, I'll just ready another crossbow shot. And then bonus action, I'll say, Shaba, you're awesome, as usual. I'll give you Bardic. Thanks. <laughs> I like how that gets shorter and shorter. It's, just, it's not even Bardic inspiration anymore. <laughs> it's just for the sake of time. We're in combat right now. Yeah, exactly. The first goblin that you see looks like he's stumbling forward as if something had pushed him from behind. <laughs> <laughs> as they crawl over a heap of dead goblin bodies. So, if you want to take your shot. Oh, yeah. Gladly. 
I don't want to go. Uh, 16 to hit. Hits. For 9 damage. Nice. It is exactly right. <laughs> so he stumbles forward, looks over, and the arrow just shoots him straight through the forehead. <laughs> <laughs> Blam. <laughs> that was, they were testing with that one. Testing the waters. It's not a good day to be a goblin. <laughs> and then you blow the smoke off the tip of your crossbow. <laughs> <laughs> Just a second later, you see a very large, extra tough-looking goblin steps around the corner. Different from the extra tough-looking goblin that took nine damage and survived earlier? <laughs> yeah, that one was just... had a good constitution. This guy looks bigger, stronger. He has different armor and helmet. Okay, I'll take my readied action at him. Okay. You gonna mark him? Oh yeah, he's marked, for mark sure. Him. Yep. Without using Aslo's uh, Bardic Inspiration, I get a 24 to hit. All right. So you shoot your arrow, and he reaches around the corner, grabs another goblin, and holds it in front of him. (laughs) (laughs) I got to hand it to him. That's pretty awesome. He just keeps grabbing goblins as he walks down the tunnel and holds them. (laughs) That goblin gets gutted for 12 points of damage. (laughs) All right. So he just gets shot in the heart and then Uh, drops him. Oh, man. That's pretty slick. I'm terrified of this guy, but he's already my favorite villain I've ever fought. Is he, like, taller than the other goblins, too? Like, is he, like, as tall as Shabba? Like, how big is this guy? He's about, like, a seven-foot-tall guy. Not as big as Shabba. He's about, you know, a foot taller than the others, maybe. Close to a foot taller. Mm. So he's taller than Aslo and I. Yep. Yeah, a little bit taller than you. Dang. Ooh. Like, his head is just below the top of the tunnel. Man. Wow. He just kind of snarls and rushes forwards. He doesn't have quite enough movement to actually make it to you. So he gets halfway down the hallway and chucks a javelin at Tokus. Oh. There's such a small space that's not being blocked by the shield that you just kind of position it and javelin bounces off. Phew. Nice. Behind the big tough guy, two more goblins peek around the corner and take shots with bows. Thanks to your dodge, both of them miss. Ugh. <sighs> That's what it's for. That's the trade-off of not actually getting to do any damage. Don't doubt my methods, Shaba. I'm here to protect you and stuff. Uh, Shaba's turn. Okay. I will mark the big guy. And, uh, hmm, do I think... Uh, I think I'm going to use the Bardic Inspiration, because I got a 14, and I don't think that's quite enough to hit. So that's uh, an 18. 18 does hit. Uh, for eight damage. Uh, he takes a solid hit in the leg. Slows for a second, but shakes it off. I'll back up just five feet so that I'm not, like, next to, so I can just make sure I stay out of, uh, close combat. And then Stripey? Uh, he's just gonna keep his action readied. It took us. I want to put some distance between my comrades and the big hulking goblin guy. So I'm going to put my shield at my side and stride to meet him. Whoa. <laughs> Man, okay. And I look back and I say, guys, this stuff is great. I need to drink this like every combat. Like, I'm not even, I'm not even afraid of this guy. Look at this guy. He's a chump. He means nothing. You know, you know what they say back where I'm from? We say, we say get out of here. <laughs> wow, okay. I didn't realize gnomes were from New York. I'm going to stab him right in the chest. Mm. I roll a 19. Hit. Three damage. So, feeling all confident, you come up and stab him, and it pierces his chest through the chain shirt that he's wearing, but not a very deep wound. Just a warning stab. (laughs) I feel the confidence in my potion fading. Aslo. All right. I will uh, attempt to shoot at this guy. 20 to hit. And because he looks pretty big and tough, I'm going to use my first use of a new ability I learned. (gasps) Spending a Bardic Inspiration die. So I got, uh, actually got max on the damage already, so that's eight. Nice! And I'm going to add a d6. Uh, wow, that was a six. So that's also max damage. (laughs) 14 damage. What was this? Oh. It's uh, just a new little trick I learned last week. Oh That's gosh. super cool. And are there any um, goblins adjacent to him, perchance? Uh, no. He's the only one right there. 
All right, in that case, I'm going to push him back a number of feet equal to five plus the six that I rolled on the Bardic Inspiration die. So I push him back 11 feet. Dang. That was with your rapier? awesome. That was with my crossbow. 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 It's awesome. That's got to have some kickback. (laughs) Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) I go flying back against the wall. You're like on the ground like a shotgun. You shoot him in the hip area, and he just grabs it and staggers backwards that whole distance before collapsing (laughs) to the ground, and he's just bleeding out there. (laughs) Woo! All right. Wow. Nicely done, Aslo. We showed him, didn't we, Aslo? <laughs> <laughs> you sure did. It was a joint effort. All three of us hit that guy. Yeah. Three damage contribution. You guys aren't looking because you're up ahead, but I, like, swing the crossbow on one finger, and then I, like, slide it onto my back. It's all cool. <laughs> and then you remember that there are more. Yeah, let's not pretend like Aslo didn't do the bulk of the work there. <laughs> yeah, that was sweet. Turned out all right, I guess. So it's back to the goblin's turn. Uh, the two archers that you can see look stunned and shocked at the loss of their leader here, <laughs> and they each take a shot and then duck around the corner. A shot at who? You're the only one who doesn't have cover due to people being in front, so both shooting at you. And one of them hits for three points of damage. I will take away three temporary hit points. <laughs> and they disappear around the corner, and you can hear shouts and screams of the goblins and more footsteps receding. We can't let them make off with the boy. We should give chase, friends. We should. So, Shaba. Do it. All right, I will peek around the corner and fire at the first goblin I see, the closest one. Okay. Uh, that's a 17 to hit. Hit. And uh, 12 damage. So, you peek around the corner and you can see him, his back as they're running away, and you just shoot him in the back and he falls. <laughs> okay. <laughs> As Stripey's not doing anything, he comes up with you? He'll stay behind the so that he's not visible from around the corner. Okay. Tokus? Uh, yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm going to run after them and going to go ahead and load a fire vial into my Violapult 3K. Yeah. And uh, do I have a clear shot? Uh, if you step out into the corner past Chaba, then you can do that. Yeah, why not? I still got some temporary hit points <laughs> and some temporary tipsy confidence. And uh, I'm going to... Get him in my sights and fling. All right, that plus 14. Actually, that just barely hits. Yeah. Six damages. Fiery damages. You see another one fall down with smoldering Woo! flames on its back. Yeah. <laughs> um, Aslo? I will take another crossbow shot. 13 to hit. That misses. All right. Well, I'm still, like, pumped up that I took that guy down in one hit, so I'm, uh, I'll run up uh, with the other guys and, like, Han Solo running after Stormtrooper is like, yeah, come on, let's go! <laughs> and start running after him. All right. You look into the room, and I guess Tokus is the only one that can clearly count them, but you can see six that are still running away. Do we genocide them? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some of them kind of run towards the pots and tables and cower behind furniture and such. Uh, one of them runs down the tunnel to the side, but I assume you'd go after him first, so yeah. he takes a shot in the back pretty soon afterwards. And then <laughs> you easily clean up the remaining goblins. One of them speaks out in common and says, no, Stop, stop, we surrender, help, let us go. If you tell us where Darren is right now, we will consider sparing your lives. I don't know who Darren is, but but he's probably down there. And he points towards the tunnel. There's a child. He's 10 years old. He's a human child. Do you have him? Yes, yes. Down that way, sir. Okay. If you lead us to him, we will spare your lives. And we we shove him down the tunnel. Not guaranteed, though. Stop running. Throw down your (laughs) weapons. And uh, and be nice to us. Empty your gold pouches to Aslo. Yes, <laughs> and no ten, no <laughs> tricks. Empty all the coins in your purses, and we will consider. <laughs> this is a stick up. I just hold out my hand. Yeah, so I'll, I'll do the honors of shoving him down the tunnel that he doesn't want to go down for some weird reason. You said he's the last one left alive. There are five of them left back here. Okay. Did they all wave the white flag? Were they all? They're like, all cowering. One of them surrendered. The others don't seem to be attacking or anything. Uh, well, full compliance. Full compliance immediately, or they die. Tell your friends 
to drop their weapons and give us their stuff. So, yeah, they lay down their weapons and empty their bags full of copper coins and bits of string and dead lizards and so on and so forth. <laughs> oh, actually, I want those lizards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the lizards could come in handy. You can have the copper pieces. Now take off your clothes so we can tie you up with them. Unless there's rope around. You have a limitless supply of rope. Well, we can't really cut... We don't want to leave Lobbock's lengthy yeah, line. Yeah, we can't cut Lobbock's lengthy line. We have other rope on us, don't we? Well, I, I don't know. I feel like we're probably going to let these guys go anyway, so let's just uh, let four I wouldn't of them be so sure. They could rally. That's true. They could summon their big warlord dude and attack the city. Okay, we dump out the pot and we shove them all into the pot so they can't get out. <laughs> and leave it over the fire? Yes. No, 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 we don't leave it over the fire. Actually, uh, I will taste the soup to make sure they didn't cook the boy. Do you know what people taste like? Oh, my gosh, yeah, we got bigger problems if that's the case, Douglas. I taste the soup because I think it might be plain. It probably is. All right, I've got an extra piece of rope. We tie up four of them. We tie them up like a chain gang, ankles to ankles. Yeah. yeah you taste the soup, and it tastes like... Mystery meat? Know, rodent of some kind. Yummy. Mm. I take another taste. With a few bits of <laughs> vegetables in there. It's actually pretty good, guys. I mean, it might just be because I'm a little tipsy, but this is pretty good. The one who speaks common, you should ask him for the recipe. I thought you were the cookbook, Shaba. Well, if you ask him for the recipe, then I will make it special for you. All right, all right. Can we get the recipe? <laughs> Please. That's rats and bat stew. That's a family recipe. I can't get that away. <laughs> my grandmama would kill me if I gave that up. <laughs> I'll surrender. I'll give you all my gold, all my weapons. I will do anything you say, but I'm sorry. I cannot give you the recipe <laughs> to Nanner's special stew. My parents would exile me. <laughs> rats, bats, wild onions, and potato bits. Rat bat stew sounds good to me. Rat bat potato bit stew? Some people call it bat rat stew, but I like to call it rat bat stew. Yeah, it's really just a colloquialism. It depends on where you're from. Yeah. Yeah, so we tie them all up like a chain gang and make them lead us to the boy. So you parade them down the tunnel in front of you, and you pass by one small room that looks like another separate sleeping area. Pass by another area that's just full of trash and refuse <laughs> and filth. And finally, you see, lying on the ground, a young boy in tattered rags has been tied up. Oh, thank Kavaki. Mm. And he's in one piece. Mostly. He looks like he's alive, at least. <sighs> Darren, is that you? And I run over to his side. He blinks awake and says, who, am, who are you? Where am I? Don't worry about that now. We're gonna, We're here to rescue you. Yeah, I'll scoop him up. In my arms, and uh, let's carry him out. Um, perhaps we can use these goblins to uh, bargain for our uh, freedom when we get back to town, since we are in violation of the magic laws. Oh, yeah, for our yeah. magical freedom. Yeah, if we bring these goblins to justice. We should hand them over to the authorities and let them do, let, let justice take its course. That way we don't have to worry about whether or not they die. Yeah, then maybe they'll let us back into the school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Keep taking our magic classes. All right. So I guess we'll lead our prisoners on. You make it back through the woods to the edge of the town. It's now considerably later. The town is quieter and looks like everyone's gone to bed pretty much. A few guards, night watchmen, wander the streets. Okay, I'll hail the first guard I see. Excuse me, we would like to turn ourselves in. We are in violation of your magic policy, and uh, we would enjoy the opportunity to explain ourselves before your specialists hunt us down and put us in chains. Or kill us. We'd also like you to take down the ad for the boy, the lost boy. Yeah, because we done found him. I have no responsibility for any ad. I don't know about lost boy, but he looks over and sees the goblins behind you and he's like, did you do all this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> there's like a boy, and there's goblins, and then there's us, and we're like, we're turning ourselves in. There's a clown here for some reason. <laughs> yeah, right, just random. <laughs> yeah. Listen, we've got a lot to explain. Yes, this is Darren, son of Desfar. He's been missing for a week. We've just found him, and we've brought you the goblins responsible for his disappearance. We did use spells outside of town in our own defense to achieve this goal, and we would like the opportunity to explain the situation to the proper authorities. All right, then. Right this way. Thank you, sir. He's not going to reach out and try to handcuff you or anything. He's just... <laughs> he leads the group over towards the jail. 
opens it up and says, uh, Sarah, we've got some strange visitors here. See, he talks back and forth for a little while, explaining the little bit that you told him. And then the leader comes up and says, So you captured some goblins, saved a child, and... And broken your magic laws in the process, yes. We would like to speak to whoever is responsible for enforcing your magic ordinances. Preferably the Minister of Magic. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, if possible. (laughs) Well, I have reasonable authority in such matters. Oh, okay. So just real basic spells, like we're talking first level stuff, nothing crazy. Cantrips. Right, light. Right. Lighting lure. Uh, Maybe, like, speak with animals here and there. One or two of those. And uh, we really just did it all in the name of finding this poor child. We write it down like a grocery list and hand it to him. <laughs> right, yeah, that's that's our rap sheet. That's what you're looking at. So, But all, I promise, we're not going to do it again, you know, in, while we're in town. We just did it so that we could rescue this child, and here he is. Shabba, why don't you let Heslo say something along the lines of, with this charisma role, we did it just to save... Boy. Okay, Azo, you re-say what I said, but just say it better than that, and in a more charismatic way. Yeah, you did just say that. <clears throat> I clear my throat and I say, "We did it to save the boy." Oh, that was good. <laughs> that was really good. It's yeah, good. And uh, I will make a persuasion of seven plus nine. That's uh, sixteen. <laughs> I love your bonuses. <laughs> So between the two of you, you see he's taking down notes on what spells you say you cast Mm. and all the different magics you did (laughs) and then how many goblins you've captured and killed and the fact that you saved the boy. And he's like, all right, well, if I match up, this is... Yeah, carry the the five. Let me uh, weigh this on the scales of justice real quick. Bust out an abacus. (laughs) What spells did we actually use total? Light, lightning lore, speak with animals... And uh, my potion is technically magical. And firebolt. And uh, hunter's mark. Oh, I did firebolt. And whatever Aslo did. Oh yeah, that wasn't even a spell. That was just an ability. Oh, so six spells. Sorry, I think. So it's like, well, it seems like you've taken care of more goblins than spells you've cast. So. We have indeed. Our, <laughs> our kill count is eight, by the way, and we only cast six spells. So. Well, we also captured some. Yeah, you brought six or five back as prisoners. I will take that into account and commute your sentence. If you just wait for a moment, he goes back behind his counter, unlocks a box and reaches in, pulls out some small little device with a button on it, kind of stopwatch sized. <laughs> the trap door opens up. <laughs> He comes back out to each of you and holds this device right in front of your chest and hits the button once, moves on to the next person, hits again. Says, all right, our magic tracker should now be deactivated. Feel Mm. free to move about normally. It's kind of a nifty little contraption you got there. I'm almost tempted to cast a spell right now just to have you do it again. (laughs) That was so cool. I feel tingly all over. Thank you for your service in dealing with the goblins and with the child. Absolutely. We should get him home, shouldn't we, Shaba? Our first priority is to get this child home to his terrible parents. Immediately. <laughs> I also can see that you're members of the Sapphire Saber. I mean, now that you mention it, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> we don't officially recognize them here in this country, but we tend to look the other way when members do what needs doing. We give them a wink. <laughs> Yeah, you know. Hey, hey, all right. I'm glad we can see eye to eye on this, even though my eyes are way higher than yours. Eye, eye to eyelid. <laughs> glad we can see eye to chest in your case. Have a good night. We'll take care of these scoundrels. Huh. Good. Good, good. Well, goblins, we didn't kill you. Have a nice rest of your short lives. Hey! All right, and we peace out. We go to Darren's parents' house and reluctantly... Return him. Shaba, couldn't we just take him with us? He could be like a little manservant. <sighs> Wait, let's ask him first if he wants to be returned to his parents. Yeah, Darren. Yeah, we really should. Do you like your parents? Do you think they're like all right? Of course. I, I love my family. Okay. I've missed them dearly. Yeah, they've kind of missed you, I guess. Your father like <laughs> sort of questioned your friends when you disappeared and like kind of knew who you were with, but not really. So, okay. Well, do they have some sort of child protective services unit? 
No. This is medieval times. Pseudo medieval times. Yeah. Well, let the boy choose. So I scribbled something down on a piece of paper, a piece of parchment, and I hold it up to him, and it says, "Are you wired?" <laughs> what? Just to make sure that his parents didn't wire him, and you know. Are <laughs> Okay, never mind. Listen, yeah. we believe you. You you don't hate your parents. Okay, cool. Yeah, now, so do you want to go back with your mom and dad who are kind of careless with the, the way that they look after you? Of course I do. Okay, all right, cool. Well, don't get captured by goblins again. Yeah, and you would definitely rather do that than go on an adventure. I don't plan to spend any more time in that forest. Good. Or, or anywhere near. In fact, you should probably just stay inside forever. Yes, <laughs> go inside your house because it's the only place never come where out. your parents have... <laughs> Any idea of where you are. <laughs> Read lots of books, though. Become a recluse. Yeah, you should be in a small, dusty room in the attic with lots of cobwebs. Yeah, you don't deserve to ever see the light of day again. <laughs> <laughs> and you should look out your window. I feel like this is Nibbert, like the miner. Like, we're setting this guy up to, like, have a horrible life. <laughs> like, to not, stuff that he didn't realize was so wrong with his life, with his miserable life. Yeah, you'll never amount to anything. And <laughs> You know what, Dar- Darren, Darren? Just keep an eye out for yourself, because your parents obviously are not. So just be careful from now on, okay? I'll be careful, sir. Now we'd like to collect the 20 gold pieces for rescuing you. We didn't do it out of the bottom of our hearts. (laughs) (laughs) We did it to keep this... uh, This rig afloat. I'm pretty sure we get the gold from his parents, not from him. I know, but we just added... He he needs to know why we're exchanging money. Oh, right. It's not like we're selling him as a slave back to his own parents. (laughs) Back to his parents. (laughs) It's pretty much what we're doing. I bet they have him do, like, chop the wood, and he has to, like, clean the dishes, and... Uh, Yeah, mop the floor. Traditionally, children were, like, legal slaves. Like, you literally birthed them so they could work the fields for you, so... (laughs) That's what you're going back to, Darwin, just so you know. I've lived the man-slave life. Well, gnome slave, but... (laughs) Slavery is slavery. But when it's family... See, that's how they get you. When it's family, (laughs) you don't have a choice. Uh, Well, I mean, his parents are sort of middle class, so hopefully they don't have a whole lot of fields for him to work in. Anyway, we go back, we knock on the door, even though it's probably like three in the morning. We're like, guys, we have your son. He's right here in my arms right now. Right at this very moment. You see, he instantly wakes up. He says, yes, oh, Darren, you're all right. I'm so glad to see you. He runs down and gives his boy a hug, picks him up. Yeah, you probably want to get him inside, get him some food and rest. And never let him out of your sight again. Oh, yes, I I will. Thank you. Thank you so much. I can never repay you. Oh, can you? Well, I thought 20 gold was enough, (laughs) but I mean, if you don't feel that that's sufficient, we will not argue with you. I'm forever indebted to you for what you've done, but I've already paid the 20 gold to the guilds. Oh, I see. Uh, So that we didn't have to have this ugly, awkward exchange (laughs) of funds for your child (laughs) in front of his eyes. Yeah. But we do accept tips. Just throwing it out there. I I can't afford it. Anything else? I have nothing else to give. How does that actually work? So, what did you like carry your pigeon the money to the? <laughs> Probably just walked over there. How did the money get to the guild, and then how does it get to us? Yeah, I'm curious about that. Does does the guild offer a guarantee of service, or did you just submit the job on consignment? So I paid the guild. Oh, you already paid the guild the 20. No, here's probably what happened. They paid the guild a lot more than 20, and then the guild offered its adventurers yeah. 20. To complete the job, mm. yeah, because that's how guilds and companies and stuff work. They've got to make their cut yeah. too, right? So, how much did you have to pay? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how much exactly? Maybe are we let's just cut out the middleman here. Maybe you could ask for your money back and just give us a larger chunk of it, like a percentage. Are you still holding his boy? <laughs> <laughs> what? No, that's that's fine. Okay, fair enough. Thank you. We're we're just glad that he's back safe. Please keep him that way. This is a happy ending. We should all be glad of it. Yeah. But seriously, how much did you pay the guild? <laughs> I don't think I'm supposed to say. Yeah. Okay, well, have a, have a nice rest of your night. We'll quit bothering you now. Was it double? I grabbed Tokus by the collar as we're walking away. <laughs> I also forcibly <laughs> removed him. Have a good night. Enjoy. Uh, enjoy the rest of your son's life, which you would not have had without us. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> 
All right. Uh, so let's go back to the guild and see if we can get a few hours sleep before we set off in the morning. Hey, guys, that was a wonderful side quest. I'm so glad we did it. We got a good resolution, happy ending. And I think we're, we're really starting to come into our own as a, as a, a team, a triple A team, a, a team of the triple A variety, one might say. Yeah. I mean, I figured out, I found my confidence. It was in drinking. <laughs> <laughs> all I have to do is stay drunk all the time, and I'll never be afraid again. <laughs> well, it is one of the major components of my potion. I'm sure no one's ever rationalized it to themselves that way before. <laughs> no, that sounds perfectly healthy. <laughs> perfectly logical. A little bit of liquid courage before we enter combat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, good work, guys. We uh, yeah, we well done. Completed a side quest. We found a lost boy. We turned in some rogue goblins. Ran through a stinky tunnel, and now we're only going to get a few hours of sleep for the price of twenty gold. So I feel like this was a good night. Totally worth it in every sense. Don't we still have to pay to sleep tonight? Yeah. Oh, like yeah. the yeah, end. Right. How much is that? That's going to come out of our profits. Is it five silver. We should just sleep outside. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's only five silver. Five silver for like two hours. Yeah, uh, we should. Shava, just, why don't you just set up the tent? Let's just, yeah, let's just climb up in the back of the wagon. We'll perch the tent <laughs> over the top and have a little uh, like tent party. Yeah, sleep out under the stars. I like that. And then we're exactly where we need to be in the morning, so we don't have to rush and brush our teeth. And right, so we don't have to worry about waking up on time. We're just there. Or waking up at all. We just hang out in the back of the cart the whole time. Yeah, we just pretend we're not there. It, that would be a little unprofessional if they showed up at the caravan and we're sleeping in. <laughs> but yeah, let's do that. I like yeah, that I, I agree. I, we're, we've been stuck in a, inside a little tunnel for hours i'd like to see the stars over my head i want to spend seven silver are you kidding me whoever concocted this system like (laughs) whoever thought up that that was a good way to get the guildmates to stay at their own inn i know right oh yeah and i go in and uh pick up my 20 arrows because i haven't done that yet (laughs) i'll take that and then i leave (laughs) we just walk out aslo do you do the same because you need some bolts oh yeah i need some crossbow bolts back (laughs) And, of course, we pick up our 20 gold as well. Yeah, so as you turn in your quest, you talk to the man at the front desk, and he you know, hears everything that you tell him and says, All right, this is... Oh, wait, how does he know that we turned in the boy? We should have shown the boy to the guild guy, then oh, brought him yeah. to his parents. No, trust us, we totally did completed the quest. Promise. His parents signed a letter to give Oh, him. did we get a note? Oh, uh, okay, yeah. Like an IOU? I just decided that. I don't know. That's a good way of doing it. Yeah, like we got their, their signature. He gave you proof of completion. Mm. Yep. And this is not a forged signature, by the way. So he looks things over, listens to what you say, and as he's also handing you your arrows and bolts, he opens up a big book and turns to a page that already surprisingly has your names written in it, and he starts noting down what he's giving you and what you have accomplished. Is it the same magical book that we wrote our own names in where I signed upside down and then it magically turned it back right side up? It looks remarkably similar. Hmm. Ah. You now each have a single mark next to your name saying that you've completed one bronze level task. Oh, so right. nice. Yes. Yeah. All right. All right.